Hey, one fans, Andy here. We're going to Cisco Live, and we can't wait to see you there. If we see you wearing an A1 or Cables to Cloud shirt at Cisco Live, we'll enter you in our giveaway that includes a bunch of cool prizes like an A1 branded Yeti cup and an OCG of your choice from our friends at Cisco Press. Don't have a shirt? No problem. Head to the link in our bio and grab yours today. See you soon. This is the Art of Network Engineering podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore tools, technologies, and talented people. We aim to bring you information to expand your skill sets and toolbox and share the stories of fellow network engineers. Have you been wronged by mystery hubs within your network? Does the fear of a fiber cut keep you awake at night? Have you ever said to yourself, is it DNS? No, this problem can't possibly be caused by DNS. Son of a, it was DNS. Or perhaps do you suffer from you-touched-it-last syndrome? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, then you've made it to the right podcast. Our resident networking professionals with fairly decent reputations are standing by to collaboratively complain right along with you because, hey, we're all in this thing together. Welcome to the Art of Network Engineering. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) We're going to have to edit that out. I that up but that was amazing <laughs> yeah. you, that was like I, I don't know how to like take that from you that was an amazing weight that i cannot carry you just did you, yeah that we're in it man here you go geez, here you go Seth. Dude, christ you, yeah <laughs> you so, aced that one man i don't have to i don't have to do that again do i <laughs> no 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 the power of andy and editing that the, was amazing the, the magic of editing, I'm not editing right? shit we're in it man <laughs> this is the show go ahead oh, see, see i feel i feel like I gotta, I gotta do the contrast, right? Because we've got such the the professional uh, canned intro from AJ, you know, and you got the the rocking music that got Andy put into YouTube jail for a little while. <laughs> and I just, I got, I gotta break it up a little bit. I love it. No, no, that that was great. And you know what? That's a perfect segue into into where I would like to start this evening before we get to the wins. Uh, so if we've learned anything over the past few weeks, it's that trying to balance a successful podcast and the rest of our lives has shown challenging. Uh, you know, I'm here this evening. I've been on the road for the last two weeks. Andy's here. He was on vacation for a little bit. Dan is joining us, but I know he's been up to other things. Uh, Aaron, unfortunately, can't make it again, uh, he, but he's he is very busy with some, some life stuff right now, and he will be joining us again soon, hopefully. Um, but to to help make sure that we can keep this train going. Um, we have invited Tim to be a permanent fifth podcast host with us. Uh, and so he is now officially, as he has accepted the role <laughs> of podcast host. Uh, so Tim, welcome to the team. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I love the energy and ideas and the enthusiasm. I just, you know, by, by that beautiful intro. We love what you bring to the team. Excited to have you here. Thank you so very much. And one thing to add to that too is Tim does a lot of behind the scenes work like on our on our blog site. He does uh, the faces of the art of, or actually the faces of the journey. And uh so that the journey is our dis, our Discord server and so he he goes through and he will interview several people within that within that uh, discord server and they make it to that blog so he does a lot of stuff on the back end that maybe 
you don't hear on the podcast as much. Not to mention so, the CCNA series. Yeah. It just launched yep. recently. Yep. No, I really appreciate that, guys. I think I said in uh, my episode, my original episode with you that I've got, you know, a real passion for, for networking and technology, and I really kept it kind of within myself uh, until about a year ago when I really met you guys and saw what what magic you were doing here and i'm i'm thrilled to be a part of it thank you thank you all so much thank you glad to have you on board man absolutely well with that let's get into some wins some more wins let's hear them uh so this week we have the incredible goose started a new job at an msp congratulations incredible goose Goose. gotta love the new job uh this next one is is pretty good because there was a couple of like funny jokes that followed after it. So it's uh, Psycho Met said that he's now 5G certified and like three people asked him what certification that was. Um, yep, I was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> he implied that he got his his second shot. Uh, and somebody asked or, or somebody said like, oh yeah, I got my Moderna. And someone replied, Moderna, that's like getting a Juniper cert. <laughs> um, which I thought was wow. funny and you know somewhat inappropriate. Shame on you for making that comment. That, you know, <laughs> the two. That's horrible. Uh, but anyway, it was really funny. Uh, next, Bill Murray got his JNCIA missed AI. That's a relatively new one for for Juniper. So congratulations, Bill, on on knocking that. Very one cool. In. Big nice. win for Matt D this week. Passed his encore exam. Whoa! Ooh, congratulations, nice. Matt, for nice, locking Matt. that in. The he mountain. got a hell of a score too. I can't. I'm not going to say it because I don't think Cisco wants you to say your scores anymore. Really? Because they're taking them oh, off really? the score sheet. If you've seen the updated score reports, they take the scores off. You don't get a score now. You don't get the score on the score report because a lot of people take pictures of their score report and post them online, and you're not supposed to show your score or the score the minimum passing score that's part of the nda oh okay yeah. now so was it was it matt was it matt that said that he was actually supposed to take it next week but with the holiday coming up he decided to switch it yeah, to this week just yeah. to get it done yep that's right you he made he you made up. the right choice matt yeah <laughs> absolutely I've, so so when when did he take it then I think it was like just today or Yeah, I think it was today or yeah. yesterday. Today. Oh, okay. or yesterday. I've today. seen a lot of score reports with scores on them over the years and not one of them mm-hmm. have helped me pass the Cisco exam. So I I, <laughs> I don't exactly understand the logic behind the NDA, but you know, yay, it's gone now. Good job. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. I'll rock on, man. That's amazing. Another reminder I need to start studying for my encore again. <laughs> Yes. Like you needed another reminder. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, in that vein, the, to remind Andy that he needs to start studying again, let's talk about time management. Mm. Mm. Hey, AJ, mm. I, I don't think I have time for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hopefully you, you came to that conclusion somehow by weighting your priorities uh, and deciding what you can and should put your, your time to. So does anybody on the panel feel that they're good at time management? Let's just get that out of the way. No, sir. No, sir. Yeah, I feel like I'm probably the absolute best at time management. If I no, I don't no, feel I'm like I'm good at it, good. but I feel like I'm getting better at it. Hmm. All right. I, I, I would, I, okay, I would, so, uh, I would probably vote AJ too, strictly because of the back to the uh, leadership and management roles that he has. He's he's not only had to manage his own time, but a bunch of other people's as well. So I, I vote AJ. That's fair. 
<laughs> as like the de facto expert in time management. Yeah, you're you're our, you're a SME on this topic. All right, all right. Well, within the four of us, I think you have to be AJ. So hope you were ready. <laughs> I, I'm happy to share my experience and wisdom as I always am. Let's hear it, man. I I think it, time management. The biggest thing for me is eliminating things that either you know waste my time or don't add mm-hmm. value. Right. And, you know, the add value thing, I think, is like big. Like if you spend any time in like manufacturing, then you understand like the whole uh, uh, manufacturing thing that Toyota came up with. I'm really bad at remembering what that was. Uh, is it exactly. the lean? But like the, the Kanban and I don't know, they, they come up with a bunch of rules. Like if, if what you're doing right now doesn't add value either for the organization or for the customer, then why are you doing it? You know, and, and so. Right. That's that's the simple takeaway. Like if, if what I'm doing doesn't add value for me and my family or if if what I'm doing doesn't add value for somebody else, then, then why am I doing it? So, you know, I used to play a lot of games and that would be a huge time suck. And so I, I stopped playing games. But then I realized like, you know, I need a, I need a mental break. So maybe there's a balance in there where, you know, I, mm-hmm. I do play games, but I don't let it suck so much of my time away. Um Spending so, too much time on on things that you feel are important and not enough time on on things that maybe actually are important. So, for example, you, you might spend a lot of time studying for a certification, but if you're not spending time with you know your friends and trying to grow those relationships, like when you want those friends later on after you've passed your certification, like what's really nice about passing stuff is having people around you that are excited for you when mm-hmm. you pass those things. Uh, and and so that there's definitely balance in there. So you know, eliminating the waste, prioritizing everything and giving everything like a really solid priority, like, cause you're always going to have competing, uh, things that want some of your time. And so when, when you have a, a competition, like, Hey, there's two things that need my attention right now. You have to have like a clear line in the sand. Like, okay. It, it the decision has to be easy. Cause you, you probably can't sit there and think for like a half an hour, like, Oh, well, I really need to do this. And you know, that, that kind of thing. So you know, for for an example, like friendships are very important to me, but I've narrowed down my friends that I'm willing to give my time to, right? Like to me, it's not the quantity of friends, it's the quality of the friendships. And if I, I, I had friends before that maybe I didn't have the most quality friendship with them. And so I've stopped giving them some of my time. And you know what? No, no hard feelings as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so now I have some really great close friends that, it, you know, I absolutely love. And so when it comes down to certain things, like if, if a friend needs me, then I can generally like put aside whatever I'm doing, unless it's a family thing, uh, which then they'll, they'll probably understand. So, um, having the the priorities, the clear lines, all that stuff helps. It takes a long time to really set that stuff up and make those kinds of decisions. But, and, and, you know, to be honest, I'm still getting there. I'm still learning on some of those parts, but that doing all those things over the past couple of years has really helped with my time management. So let me ask you this, AJ. When I hear time management, my mind immediately goes to creating and sticking with schedules. Um, and that that kind of scares me because I feel like if anything slips, then it's all gone to hell. And I just, I feel down. I feel discouraged. Does time management mean that you have to create and stick to these strict schedules? Um, I stopped doing that too. <laughs> because okay. stuff <laughs> pops up all day long. Um, it, for, for me, it's, you know, I have a priority. I have some time. Let's work on that priority. If I get to either completing it or to a stopping point, now I have some more time. What's the next priority that I can work on? 
Okay, that's fair. Because that's that's one thing is I I feel like I get discouraged because I'll I'll end up putting a little too much stress on sticking sure. to something or making sure that I always do it because I feel like I get into being kind of like an all or nothing person. And if I'm if I'm going to do it, then I need to do it right. I have to set a strict schedule. And then, like I said, things slide and you just get discouraged and you slide further back than you were before. Sure. So, so yeah, I like the idea of of setting um, a smaller amount of priorities and really devoting the time that's needed to those and then just be able to go to the next thing. But in order to do that, you have to understand what those priorities are um, and how to set one, two, three, four, et cetera. Yep. Mm-hmm. And those priorities that like the weight may change. So good example. I haven't written a blog article for my personal blog until like a couple of weeks ago. So I'd gone like four months plus without writing a blog article. And so very slowly, the priority of writing a blog article started to rise and rise and rise. And it finally got to a point where it's just like, I got to write something, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and so I, I found myself with some free time. I was like, it's time. That's it. I'm going to make this a priority because I want to put something out, you know, new on my blog. So that that kind of stuff happens, right? Like, um, it's there's definitely a, the the priority of the right now kind of thing, like what needs my attention right now versus you know what maybe doesn't. And then over time, if if you continue to put other things off, like if it's been a really long time since you contacted your friend, you should probably make that a priority so that way you can keep those relationships going. Because that you know friendships, balance, all that stuff is it's part of mental health too. So is is this all in your head or do you write things down on paper? Do you have digital apps that you use to to track this stuff? How do you do it? So uh, there's there's a couple of different things. Um, I don't track everything in an app. There's a lot of stuff I have in my head, um, which sometimes is good and sometimes is bad. Some of it can become um, more emotionally driven than maybe fact-based, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it just may get to a point where I feel like I need to take care of something, even though it might not be, you know, a fact. Um, I definitely use apps to track my tasks and I keep track of my tasks and prioritize things that I need to do. Like some of it's just a recurring thing that needs to happen every once in a while um, versus, you know, a task or two that I need to do to complete a project or maybe a larger task. Um, I have like an inbox sits here on my desk. Uh, It is my mouse pen <laughs> because if I put it in my own way, that forces me to look at it and take care of it. Mm, okay. Uh, That's a good little trick. And, and so, you know, even, even my wife has gotten into the habit. Like if there's something that she finds that I need to take care of, she puts it here on my desk and then I can't really use my mouse until I, you know, look at it, analyze it, take care of it, you know, file it either in the trash or otherwise. You are a better man than I because <laughs> I absolutely love my wife, but I absolutely hate it when she puts stuff on my desk. So you're, <laughs> you are a better man than I am. It's okay. She told me earlier that she listened to my first episode, but she quit after that. So we, we can go. Well, that's better than my wife's done. I don't think she's listened to a single episode. Same. So. <laughs> yeah. Same but, it, but it's true. Putting, putting stuff in your way to, to force you to look at it. Uh, yeah, I can definitely yeah. see how that works. It just makes me angry, but that's me. You should have seen my desk when I got back from uh, being gone for three weeks. <laughs> oh, yep. man. I had a lot of stuff I did take care of before I could use my desk. So so what kind of apps do you use for keeping track of your task? Uh, my favorite is Todoist. 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 So, um, you know, you have an inbox. What's nice is is that if I think of something that I had to take care of, I can just open my inbox, add the task, and then later on I can triage the task. 
and you know give it more more information like is it something that's actually due today is it something that's due tomorrow is it something that's due several weeks from now can i categorize it you know i have a list of projects most of them are work related because that's how i track all of my project tasks for work um i keep track of tasks related to the podcast related to my personal blog family related things personal things uh and and so forth so i i even have like super long-term goals of a list of books that I eventually want to get to reading. There's no end date. There's no due date. I'll get to it when I get to it, but it's just stuff that, you know, I'm trying to keep track of that I want to eventually do at some point. So do you, do you have every single day pretty much like somewhat of a schedule on every day? No, (laughs) I can't do that. No, because if I've learned anything, especially with this job, I can't plan to that degree because somebody, you know, I'm not a religious person, but some higher power laughs in my face and says, ha ha F you when I try to plan my life to that degree. I got you. <laughs> and so everything just comes crashing down. So I, I used to do that. I used to try to do that. And I, I just been smashed a bit so many times by outside forces that yeah. I don't set myself up for that kind of level of failure. So, so when you say you have like a due date on something, right? Is it like, do you give yourself like, Hey, I need to get that done this week. And then you figure out a day that you're going to get that done. Right. Or is that kind of how your due dates work? Cause like, cause for me, <clears throat> I tried doing something similar to that and I was like, all right, I need to do this on Wednesday. Right. Or, you know, whatever the day may be, but it just seems like I could never get it done because I had that written down that I needed to get it done that day. <laughs> I, it's like, it's like the world's against me on yeah. getting whatever, yeah. when I, when I put a, when I put a time limit on it like that, you know? And so <laughs> I was constantly, Hey, this is past due. This is past due. Cause you know, I'm not sure if I had to do this or, or what I had, but it it would constantly like send you an alert saying that, Hey, you're past due on this task or, you know, whatever the case right. may be. And, uh, and so I eventually just turned it off because of that. And so I, I mean, I will say like, if, if there's certain tasks like that, where time's ticking and you're getting closer to your due date and you're not holding yourself accountable to it or other things have, have hit you and, and, you know, made, made themselves more of a priority either because they are, or because, you know, like your boss came in screaming like, oh, my internet's not working. I can't see cat videos kind of thing. And you got to go like, take care <laughs> of that. Right. It's a uh, squirrel videos. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Same thing. Um, I, I block time out in my calendar and it becomes on on our team. We kind of refer to it as a cone of silence, right? Like, you know, I've, I've got to drop myself into cone of silence so I can Mm. take care of this thing. And, you know, you put yourself out of office, you mark yourself unavailable on Microsoft teams. And that way, typically speaking, people know not to bother you. And if they are bothering you, then it's probably something worth bothering you about, Mm. but it's just trying, (laughs) not always, not always, not always, no. But it, it, you know, it's just trying to set yourself up for that kind of success, right? Like yeah. if I know that I need to get this done, then I'll block time on my calendar and make it look like I've got meetings all morning to make sure I give myself the time to be able to do that. Otherwise, if I don't block the time on my calendar, somebody else will. Right. That's a good way to think about that. Yeah. So I want to take a real world example here, and it's one that uh, directly applies to all three of you. And it is this podcast in the community that you guys started almost a year ago. So I'm not saying that you guys didn't do anything outside of work before this, but how did you guys, one, decide it was going to be okay time-wise to try to start this? And two, how did you work on fitting it into your schedules? Because, again, I'd like to hear from each of you, but 
how much time a week do each of you think you put into this endeavor, both between the community and the podcast, and how do you make it work, and how did you decide it was okay to dedicate this time or the amount of time it takes to put this all together? Mm. One word. So, one word comes to mind, which would be sacrifice, because okay, I uh, I had to sacrifice time with my wife. I had to sacrifice time I would have been spent studying. Before, you know, this podcast kind of came from a study group that AJ created, an encore study mm-hmm. group. And then he said, hey, a couple of you guys want to do a podcast and here we are. And right around that time, the night that we were spending two and a half hours studying for encore, we did this instead. So yeah. at that time, it was sacrificing study for that. Um, we sacrificed an hour and a half, two hours tonight. Whoever's editing will sacrifice another hour or two. Um, so for me, like... Time management to me seems to be a lot about, you know, like I, I did, I tried to do some research the past couple of days when we picked the topic and I'm like, well, how do people do it? Right. And no matter how many articles you find in psychology today and Ted talks and the most productive people, like nobody has it. There isn't one answer. Right. You know? So to me, that means nobody has it figured out and, and maybe it's, you know, it'd be nice if we could have just found the book and be like, oh, well, here it is. And, and you know, you're done. But, um, yeah. But it, kind of what I'm hearing is it, it's kind of different for different people, right? Like some people I know, they are dead set on a schedule and they do not, you know, break their schedule. But then you got someone like AJ who, you know, he was talking about he tried that and it just he couldn't make it happen. So were they right? not as busy and as other people? Like if, if, I don't if know. you're setting I, a schedule and this is why I'm saying it, I've been sitting back listening to you guys and. I've tried so many methods and so many apps and so many like techniques. And so I, I block my calendar and outlook at work, you know, for, for me, like when I was a younger guy, time management wasn't a thing. I just floated around, did what I did. Life was easy. You know, you, you get a career, you, you know, you get a family, you get more responsibility and then time gets scarce. Right. You know, when you're, mm-hmm. when you're 19 sitting on the beach, pff, whatever, you don't, have, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to manage time. You just got to get beer at 11 when the stuff opens. Right. <laughs> So you're managing your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it gets your tr- beach time. Right. But the bigger your yeah. life gets and the more responsibility you get, the trickier it, right. it gets. And yeah. you know, it seems to be so what I do at work, because my biggest challenge, the time that my family wants and needs for me, and the time that my career wants and needs for me, there's that quote of like, you know, the finest line anybody'll ever walk is between like career and family. So the, those two things mm-hmm. both want my time and I have to try to balance that. And it seems like an IT, if 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 you're at a you know if you let it your career will consume you and destroy you and you know you can work 15 hours a day and be on call and still you know there's those people right it's a badge of honor hey man i've been working you know 15 hour days for you know 3 weeks i'm a hero so uh, you know it, what i do at work is i block my time and outlook i know all the stuff i have to do and i and i block it but what happens for me and that's why you made me think of it, Dan. Those people that schedule all their time and stick to it and it works for them. I see something I have to do and I'm like, all right, I'm going to block two hours for that. If it mm-hmm. takes me longer or if a call pops up that I have to be on, which now I can't do my engineering or whatever, like when something else comes up. So, you know, we're talking about prioritization, right? What's important? What are your priorities? What are you going to decide you're going to do? What app are you going to use? But if I block nine to 11 tomorrow to work on something and then something pops up, well, that thing gets pushed. I move it down in my calendar. I would say 50 to 70% of everything I block in my calendar moves from day to day (laughs) to day. Now, I don't know if I'm just too busy. I mean, I guess everybody's busy, but how does that person you're referring to that has a strict schedule that they stick to? Because if I have a two-hour script I got to write, 
and that two hours something else pops up like you're saying aj something always comes like it just yeah you have to stay flexible in this industry i think because yeah. stuff's always coming up but i don't know how in sam hell i'm supposed to get all these changes written and infrastructure built because stuff comes up like i have a ton of calls a ton mm-hmm. of calls and i don't know about you can you guys write scripts and and build infrastructure at the same time that you're on fo- on the phone for hours like <laughs> probably not a good idea but <laughs> okay yeah because again i talk to people who are like well of course everybody do. does that that's what you do no like it just you know so so for me i can't be on a call and write engineering stuff because it is ones and zeros and if something's off it's going to break so right th- th- i i've really I'm, I'm about to shut up sorry but i've really had a hard time with time management with work and in my perception, it's just because there's too much work and not enough time and no respect for time blocks. If you block time in your calendar, I started blocking lunchtime because I don't want to work at lunch. Mm-hmm. But in the culture I'm in, nobody gives a shit and they'll book time, you know, they'll book meetings at lunch. Like, so, I, you know, I guess there's like culture in there too, but um, I don't know. I have a, I have a hard time with, with time management, but I think like you guys have said, you got to decide what's important. You got to come up with a system and you got to have boundaries because if I block that time and people step on it, well, now it's up to me. Like, so a lot of Defend what I've done, calendar. yeah, right. Like I skip a lot of calls, which hurts me, but I got to get my work done <laughs> at the end of the right. day. I got to build infrastructure. I got to upgrade stuff. And if I'm on calls all day talking about fa la stuff that's coming down the pike, <laughs> you know, I can't get my job done. So I, I don't know how those people stick to that schedule though, Dan. It just, you kind of triggered me of like... If you can schedule your day and stick to that schedule and do that every day, I'm either doing something wrong or maybe it's just where they work that you can do that. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people, especially now, do you know multitasking. Like, I'm going to sit on this call and I'm going to do this other task. And you're really doing yourself a disservice, in my opinion. I, I mean, like, any time that I've done that, I don't feel like I'm paying enough to the to attention to the thing that I'm doing. And I'm certainly not listening as closely as I could. Mm-mm. you know, to the details of what's going on in the call. And that's bit me in the ass on, on a couple of occasions. I've right? broken like, things. Yeah. Same thing. Like people will ask me follow-up questions like, oh, hey, you know, what about this? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, well, what was on the call the other <laughs> I day? I wasn't like, listening. Yeah, you know, right. They see my avatar. They know I'm on the team's call, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what's funny? When I was a cable guy, I think that was the first job I had where I had to manage time. Because yeah. you had like mm. eight tickets a day. You had eight hours a day. And by the time you're driving back and forth to places, you have about 40 minutes a place to, to go. And that's not a hell of a lot of time. So what I w- and then if you have an install, you can have a triple play install, take you four hours. So now you're down to 20 minutes a house, right? Yeah. Mm. So the way I overcame that was cut corners. You can't fix everything. You can't rewire everything. Let, you know, what do I got to do to fix this thing and get the hell out of here? Because the next person's going to get a $20 credit because I'm late. Then I'm going to get in trouble and blah, blah, blah. So as a cable guy, I could cut corners and not fix and everything. You wonder why cable service sucks. Well, right. But in this job... Driven by the wrong metrics. <laughs> well, thank you. Right. So, but in this job, like, <laughs> how, how do you cut a corner, right? You're, you know, you're building yeah, infrastructure, you you're upgrading infrastructure. Like, you can't. So... Yeah, you don't want to cut corners on this stuff. Right. But, but you know, how do you... So, I, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. It's a very interesting conversation. And I, I was... I thought it was interesting that I spent a day and a half researching and nobody has an answer and everybody does it different. Some people say a to-do list is great. Some people say a to-do list is the worst thing you could do. Block your time. Don't block your time. Like it's, you know, there's <laughs> yeah, probably a good it's, book it's out really there. Subjective. Aaron used to talk about Atomic Habits, which I'd almost have to guess probably has some good 
you know, tidbits in there on how to manage. Have, has yeah. anybody read that one? The, I keep the, hearing that. I, I haven't read it. I listened to a podcast by mm-hmm. the author and, um, you know, some of the tidbits that I took away from that, you know, the, the app that I use and stuff like that is referenced in Atomic Habits. Okay. Hmm. Okay. How much of this do you guys think uh, relates to managing and ignoring distractions? And Big. one of the biggest one of the biggest things I'm talking about is this freaking thing, Big. this phone. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can't nightmare. put this thing down. And is I you know what I did earlier today is I uh, I put it on vibrate and I flipped it over so it wouldn't even show me a flash if yeah. something popped up because I just wanted to get on something and focus and. Honestly, I think managing distractions is a huge thing. I've tried to to spend less time just mindless scrolling yep. on on socials. I I think that's a huge part of that, and I think that maybe uh, so maybe I, I'm going to tell you about an app when you're done. So go ahead. Okay, I I think that maybe some of these people that do the the whole scheduling and don't let anything get in their way, I think taking out distractions might be a factor. I, I don't know that yeah. for sure, but I, I think it almost has to. Yeah. It Absolutely. comes down to that discipline, right? And Cal Newport's deep work, he wrote a great book. I read, you know, I read about half of it, but that's what he talks about. Like it's all about managing distraction. And it, hmm. he, he talked about concentration as a muscle, just like anything else. And you have hmm. to work at it and concentrating on something for 20 minutes uninterrupted, he said is extremely difficult the first time yeah. you try it, but just like a muscle, the more you can do it, the longer and longer and longer you can concentrate. I know the Pomodoro technique is brought up a lot as a way to start, you know, building that muscle. I I've I turned all the notifications off on my phone, Tim, just because of what you're saying. That wasn't enough. Oh, so then I had to delete so all the socials off my phone because I'd still look, even though there's not notifications. Because like I yep. think our brains want to avoid pain. And if I'm doing something unpleasant, I know I can get that dopamine hit if I just look at yeah. you know, oh look, somebody said something yeah. funny on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's that app you got, AJ, that you were showing us there? Uh, so, so it's along the lines of the Pomodoro technique. Mm. Um, it's called tree or no forest. I'm sorry, forest. Oh, the, I know it so well. They plant trees, right? If you screw up, yeah. yeah. So, so you set yourself up for like a Pomodoro for like 25 minutes, and you, you know, you set it down, and the longer you don't touch your phone, the more your tree grows. So, mm. if you pick your phone up and use it, you have to swipe out of this app to use your phone, then that kills the tree. So the more cycles you complete, the more trees that grow in your forest. And the makers of the app will actually say, hey, if you plant enough trees, they'll actually plant a real tree. Isn't it telling that that app has to exist? Right. Yeah. Right. I would have an app full of weeds. <laughs> there's also there's like also, Cheech and Chong weed. Or? <laughs> there's also a VPN app that you can download that does a similar thing where it shuts all internet down on your phone and won't, you know, and, and it's time. Right. I mean, that's how addicted we are to distraction. Oh, and, yeah. and all the makers of all those that you guys probably saw social dilemma, like the smartest people on the planet are all working on distracting us because it's an attention economy. And the yeah. more we look at that crap, the more money they make with advertising. So, it, you know, AI, the smartest thing in the world is pointed at our brains to distract us. Like it's pretty, it's pretty. So I, I think big. I've said it before, like, I, I I used to get bothered and interrupted by every ring, ping, and ding that that thing produces. Yeah. And one day I sat down and I, I turned off all of my notifications by default. Same. And, and then only turned on the ones that would I that I felt deserved to be able to break my time or my concentration. So like I don't get notified of every single email. I check my email like once an hour and then I take care of it as I need to. Are you like talking about work work, email or personal? Pers- both. Right. 
like if if somebody needs to contact me, they shouldn't be doing it by email. Like we have Teams now. If something's really important, were, somebody should call or you text me. You just said me, a like. dirty word with Teams because I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> so again, what I need to do is shut Teams down and turn off my email and turn off my damn work phone because otherwise, so this is another time management thing I struggle with is I'm constantly checking email and I'm constantly mm-hmm. watching Teams because I know if I don't in an hour, I'm going to have a bunch of stuff to catch up on. So yeah. it's almost as bad as being on a call the whole time being distracted because I'm I'm looking somewhere else, I'm looking somewhere else. But right. I, I really struggle with it. It's it's hard. You know, there's just too much. And you know, brilliant people have written about this. There's TED Talks about it. I mean, we're we're more distracting than we've ever been. We're more we have more time than we ever did. I was watching this TED talk and he said, Our great grandparents didn't have any time. He's like, they didn't have washing machines, so everything was by hand. They didn't have freezers, mm-hmm. so they had to make all food from scratch. He's like, those people had no time. He's like, we have more time than we've ever had in human history, and we have the most problem with managing all this time that we have. You know, it's it's just kind of, it's crazy. You know, yeah. it's it's totally crazy. And I'd really, really like to manage my time better. And I just, no matter what I try, I finally went back to a pen and paper. I, I have every morning. I, I I write a list of my top three things, and today I spent all day on the first one. I didn't get to the other two, and I'll work on the other ones tomorrow. But that that's that's my time management. I do block time in Outlook, but it just seems to move and move and move. And you know, I, I don't really know if uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a better way to do it. So, if you set uh, blocks on your calendar and things um, continue to move, do you do you think that you have too many things set? Is it expectations that need to get managed, or is it just the the constant distraction, somebody always needs something and it, it takes X amount of time to focus on something. You finally get focused and then you get pulled away. What, or is it a combination for me? I mean, what, for me? Yeah. For you, for you, Andy. I mean, work, work wise, if I'm understanding your question, I can tell you the biggest difference in the past year and a half to two years, I used to have an average of two hours of calls a day that I was expected to be on. Now it's six hours of calls a day and I'm not exaggerating. Well, what? <laughs> I could show you my calendar. So, you know, you know, we're talking culture. Again, I'm not complaining and I'm grateful and all that good stuff, but like I can't I don't know when I'm supposed to do my actual job of engineering because there are all these calls that I'm expected to be on. So, I don't mm-hmm. think that's exactly what you asked, but my biggest challenge with all this and I can't say calls or distractions, but like well, yeah. <laughs> I think they can be. Well, I think yeah. meetings can be a distraction. Absolutely. Right. Like I can tell you yesterday I had two hours of meetings that I had to be on and they were both a complete waste of time. One was a sales mm. call that none of us had to be on. You know, it was a vendor, get to know you, blah, blah, blah. Yay. But like, I got too much work to do. <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. got too much work to do. And it's really that, you know, respect of time and all of our meetings start late and go over. Like, it's just, uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to get myself said, in trouble uh, here, but I'm being honest about like time management challenges. And I think there's a lot of things being done that are kind of damaging to, it, it's almost impossible to manage. I even talked to my boss about it, Tim. Like, dude, how do you do it? Because he's busier than I am. <laughs> hmm. And I'm pretty sure he works 14 hours a day. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean? So I I, I don't know, man. So yeah, when, I, when, uh, when you said that you're averaging, you know, six hours of calls or meetings a day, I was going to congratulate you for getting promoted to management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think one thing for me to just to pivot a little bit um, is how do you how do you set priorities right? 
like because at where I work, it seems like everything that comes in is a priority one. Yes, say that again. At the highest priority. <laughs> yes. And and I struggle with that, right? Like I, I struggle with, I look, cause I, so one thing I do, I kind of make my own little to-do list. You know, I'll use, sometimes I'll use like Notepad++. Sometimes I'll use Teams. It just, it varies. I, I, I drift on systems and me stuff too. like that. But, but ultimately I make me a little checklist, right? And, and as people call in or I get emails about stuff, you know, or projects that I'm working on, I, I make a list of things that I need to be working on. And I'll put like a little X beside them as I knock them out, uh, knock them out. And but my but my biggest problem is how do I say that this is more important than this? Is that is that something that we as the employees should be doing, or is that a should be a management management should, should be yeah. very clear on what needs to be the, the management in the business ultimately should be driving the priorities, right? Like right. And if the management feel tells like, you everything's a priority. <laughs> then by definition nothing is a priority yeah and i've been yeah. under that for years <clears throat> everything is a priority and yeah dan you can't how can you prioritize a manager time when everything is equally as important it, right. it just yeah and it's insanity <laughs> that's something i struggle with sure because I, I i i always feel like if i'm doing something you know i probably should be working on this rather than this and that's like my day 24 <laughs> seven. I worked at a company that had this, um, it, it, it was this thing that they referred to as rocks. So major projects were large rocks and smaller projects were small rocks. And the, the idea was, is that we have to clear the path for company success. So we have to get the large rocks out of the way. And those are the priority. Small rocks, we can probably just drive over, but if we can get those out of the way too, that'll make things a little bit smoother for us. So if something were attached to a large rock project, that was a priority. And things that were attached to small rock projects, if we weren't working on a large rock project, we could then work on these small rock projects. So that's that mm. helped, you know, that definitely helped drive uh, what was a priority versus what wasn't or what we could give time to over other things, right? Because there's always going to yeah. be something asking for your time. So it's just a matter of when faced with a dilemma, which one of these is associated with a large rock, ergo, that's the one I work on. I, I just, yeah, and I think unfortunately um, this something that some people will do is they will attach whatever their issue is to <laughs> a Oh, well, that's actually one of the, it's on the big rock, you know, yeah, like, yeah, right. although it might not know be. know how to play the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it, you it, have to kind of deal with that. That's definitely a culture thing because if, if everything that, that you're doing is a running and diving catch, like then you're just going to get worn out. Right. Like, oh yeah. Not everything has to be the, the game winning diving catch. Right. There's, there's definitely got to be some grounders and some infield plays too. So at some point, do you think that most companies are trying to get the most productivity out of their people as possible, right? Like, well, sure. I mean, why not? I mean, most most knowledge workers are salaried employees. So right. the more that they work, the more work that you get done, even if it comes at a cost of working you know, more hours, like doesn't affect their bottom line when it comes down to it. They're paying the same for you whether you work 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours. And I don't know what mm -hmm. the breakdown is, but I know like I don't generate revenue for my company. I'm a call center. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like I'm in sales where I'm bringing in I money. I think all so, IT is. <laughs> right, right. So I, I had this thought the other day as I was talking to my wife. I'm like, you know, 
we don't generate revenue for the company. So like, it's not that big of a surprise to me that, I don't know, I, I could see them being like, let's beat the hell out of these people as much as we can, because like, <laughs> it's just a cost center and they're draining us and they haven't made us a dime, you know, as opposed to like, oh, the sales guys, hell, hey, we got to throw them some more bonuses because, you know, they're keeping the lights right. on. Like, I don't know, I just... I, so so the whole cost center thing is is an interesting conversation and I'm sure that we could have a whole episode on this, but I have worked in several environments that did chargebacks so like if, business units kind of yeah, yeah absolutely and, and so then suddenly we went from uh, a cost center to we actually made a little bit of profit mm. right like we we charged uh we rented laptops like every month somebody paid a, a monthly rental fee for a laptop mm-hmm. if there was problems or issues help desk tickets got associated to cost centers or business units and then we could track like you know who's who's costing the help desk more time kind of thing. Like every oh. bit of IT's time was tracked and then made billable back to other departments to show that like, hey, <laughs> this is why we're here. Mm. That's nice. There's 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 another, uh, just looking at my notes. So like you mentioned distraction, Tim. I, I wanted to mention procrastination as well. Oh, don't get me started. Right. And if you if you need a SME on procrastination, <laughs> you're talking to him right here. Well, yeah. So so again, I was having a conversation with, with my manager because I knew we were doing this episode tonight and he's really good at managing his time. And I asked him, like, man, what's your secret? And I don't really think we got there, but the one thing he told me, because he was an architect, you know, engineer, worked his way up, and he said uh, one thing that he learned that was really helpful for him is um, identifying procrastination, like being honest with yourself, like, what are you procrastinating? And, and I had like an honest moment. I'm like, you know, and then I had a specific thing, this, this cloud thing I'm doing tonight, I was given it like five weeks ago and I was so overwhelmed by it because I just didn't understand mm-hmm. it. And it was, you know, a lot, an 800 pound elephant that I had to try to figure out. I put it off because I procrastinated on it because it was intimidating and I'm like, it was just overwhelming, you know? So it, it was a horrible management of my time deciding to do other things because this was a thing that had to get done and, and I procrastinated. So not so much a distraction, but kind of a willful, you know, semi-subconscious, like, you know what? I'm not going to do this today, you know? So so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it yeah. was something that I put in, in my notes as something I wanted to talk about. So like you, you put a priority on everything and then you suddenly shift your priorities uh, to your own, I don't know, liking. You know, per- obviously mm-hmm, yeah. procrastination is what it is. Yeah, you you but can yeah, set you a know, priority don't... and have an app and all that stuff, but like, right. but if if you're gonna abuse your your own priorities in that way to suddenly make something more of a priority just because you don't want to deal with the other thing, then you're just doing yourself a disservice. Which makes me think of another word and a particular person that we just had on. <laughs> Because we're talking about, right, we're talking about all these systems and how right. and apps and ba 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 and distraction and procrastination. We had a kick-ass woman on here recently. Yeah, yeah. And oh, she yeah. Was, you get five seconds. Yeah, she was, to me, my <laughs> takeaway was it was all about discipline. And yes. I looked up discipline mm-hmm. earlier, right? Control gained by enforcing obedience. Tanaya, right? So like, I don't know, man, this might all come down, at least for me, to discipline. What is it that overcomes distraction? And procrastination and excuses and ba 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 like why aren't I studying you know like all that crap it, it she was just like I just do it there are no excuses I don't want to you either do it or you don't she said something like you know when it's three in the morning and you're on that treadmill 
your, your body doesn't know the difference between if your mind is tired or not, you'll still burn the same amount of calories. I was like, damn, like that's, yeah. you know, so just being a badass Facts. and being disciplined, right. Um, you know, maybe if I was more disciplined, I wouldn't have procrastinated this cloud job for a month and I wouldn't pick up my phone as much as I do to see what you guys are up to during the day because I'm sick of looking at a CLI and, you know, I think discipline so maybe, is big. So maybe the question is, is how do you, how do you get more discipline? <laughs> maybe that's an episode right there. <laughs> like I, how to be I disciplined. For, for me, more discipline came when I saw results. Right. Like when I decided mm. to spend the time doing that thing that maybe I didn't want to do or was procrastinating against, when I got the results and it was worth my time, that's when I decided, you know, there's the discipline. Right. Like I, I went yeah. through a weight loss, uh, a weight loss mm. journey. It was very hard to start. I got started. I dedicated the time. I saw the results and I realized it was worth my time. Yeah. So. And I have an if honest, you, vulnerable moment with you guys, like the, the, the how of it, right? Like is right. seeing the results. Yeah. So I just had a vacation mm -hmm. and it's the most relaxed I've been in years. And, you know, you get used to anything. And I guess being like short and irritable and tired, like it just kind of became my norm. Unfortunately, I just kind of got used to the grind of it. And being removed from it for a week and going somewhere wonderful. And I really had a profound experience of like, whoa, okay, this is the dad and the husband. And, and even for myself, this is how I want to feel. Like, I don't want to feel this pain in my body of being under the weight of the world constantly. And yeah, COVID made it harder and stuff. But like, long story short is that I decided when I was there, I am not going to return to my life and continue living like what am i doing you know it was like a wake up mm -hmm. call so i decided every morning to get up at 5:15 in the morning which i've been doing all week and i meditate for 15 to 20 minutes and then i go work out for an hour now the results what you're talking about this week returning to work which is a stressful environment it's it's more stressful than sitting by the beach in the outer banks of north carolina <laughs> <laughs> watching the pelicans fly by and the wild horses scatter by you know like so but i've returned to the same stressful environment i was before that really had me grumpy and i've had a really damn good week up till this point and i think it's the discipline of going to bed early getting up early doing the things i need to do for self care and mental health to feel better and be a better dad husband colleague whatever now i'm seeing results now this isn't the first time I've done a reboot and felt better. So, you know, I can do it for a little bit of time, but there seems to be like, I start to feel better and then I forget why I feel better. And then I start staying up late and stop doing the stuff in the morning. And then weeks go by and you guys call me out on like, dude, why are you so bitchy right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Andy, have a Snickers. You're not yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so what I'm hearing, Andy, is you sound you like need my to therapist. More what I'm hearing, <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> How does that Dan make it. you feel? <laughs> have you been Please taking night class, Dan? <laughs> Dan's yeah. getting a certificate. What I'm hearing yeah. you say. No, for yeah. sure, Dan. It's it, you know, but I, I like I, I like what you said, AJ, because when you do see the results, yeah, it it, it it's very motivating. But it starts with discipline. I do not like going to bed right. early. I do not like waking up early. And my yep. body hurts from working <laughs> out all week. But like like my daughter, <laughs> she's three years old. And she's always been, mom has always been her favorite. And you know, it hurts my heart sometimes. Like, oh, this little girl, I wish she liked me more. She fell in love with me on vacation. And now she's by my side constantly. Like you talk about motivation and results and 
you know, things to want to keep you going. Like she's my best friend for the first time in her three years of life. So I'm like, oh, well, shit, I gotta, <laughs> you know, I can't blow this. So like, there's a lot yeah. on the line, you know, career, family, you know, yeah. It's a freaking juggling act. It really is, man. It's, you know, and these kids have no idea. They're coming in today and I'm on my technical ERB and I'm presenting technical stuff. And they're like, daddy, my SpongeBob is at work. And I'm like, would you get out of here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. No, and I think uh, that's something else too about like time management. Um, it, so one thing I've been doing is I've been trying to get better at blocking off you know, like you kind of said, getting off of social media and stuff, especially while my kid is awake and playing and all that. Uh, because have you been caught I've looking at a, your phone and your kid's trying to dude, get your attention? It's awful. It dude, awful. you know, I there's been multiple times where like I've gotten so distracted and looking at my phone or something, or, you know, whatever's going on. And I I look up and my kid's sitting there. He's like right in front of me yeah. and he's been saying my name, I know. you know, and it's just like, it's what am I doing? It's what am I doing? Yeah. Why it am is. I, it shows why am the I power. here? It shows the power of this. It stuff. does. It, Seriously. It becomes more important than our own offspring. It's insane. I mean, not really, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, our lives are what we give attention to, right? Mm-hmm. Our lives are the results of our choices and what gets our attention. And like, yeah, like, sorry, kid. You know, I gotta, I gotta see what the hell AJ said today and come up with a witty retort. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It was happening exactly. today, like and even on vacation. The phones went away. It was off. It was nothing. I deleted all this. So I didn't call anybody. I, like I was gone and it was great. But today we're outside and something's going on today with us with the side chat. And I'm like, oh, and my son's like, come on, dad. You know, you said you were going to play baseball. And man, I just makes me want to throw the damn phone. I'm, I'm going to go old school and just get a flip phone and delete everything. And, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, so for me personally... Sad, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's okay. I had to be. I had to be like real honest there for a minute. You know, like. Yeah. But uh, for me though, I tried to block off as much as I can, and and that's kind of why, like you know, you were talking about our group texts and stuff like that. It you know, I might go several hours where I don't respond or something. It's because I'm trying to mentally block out, like you know, stuff like that it, because. You know, we put our we put our kid to bed around seven, seven thirty, somewhere around there. And uh, so after that, I'm like, okay, that's where I can have me time, or you know, me and my wife time, that kind of thing. But I try my best to, but uh, when I get off work to the time that we put the kid to bed, I try my best to try to sit there and focus on on uh, just you know whatever he's getting into and, and that kind of thing. Um, doesn't always work, yeah, but you know. And I think that goes back to discipline too, seeing results, you know, when, when you're having fun with your kid and everything, (laughs) like I, I, he's, he's a mama's boy. Uh, he, he's definitely all about her and here lately. It's like, I don't know what it is, but here lately, you know, he's starting to be more about me and stuff like that. And so it's like, ah, feels so good. (laughs) You know? So I'm like, all right, I'm blocking this out. (laughs) You know, they they come, the results, they come, they come around. And I even did yeah. a similar thing, Dan. I think I said it to the group. I know at least said it to AJ. I was like, listen, man, I'm 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 deleting Discord and stuff off my phone. Like, if you need mm-hmm. me, here's my number, text me because I just I struggle too much with getting pulled into to all that stuff. Like yeah. I, I need to unplug and be with my kids and because otherwise, yeah, I'm just looking at my damn phone and my kids are there. I'm like, what am I doing? And I, you know, I mean it's imp- I like what we're doing, but none of it's that important that I should be ignoring my kids to see like, yeah. you know, what the latest thing somebody said right. was. So Right. Yeah. And I think you need to know 
that there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because what you're doing is you're you're doing that prioritization and you're sticking to it, which I think mm-hmm. is is really important. But it's the same uh, thing with the emails, Tim, because <laughs> when I sign back on, there's like 73 messages I missed. And I'm like, oh, now yeah. I got to catch up and see what everybody's talking about in the AONE like Discord thing. I mean, it's my own nonsense, but then I got to get caught. It's the same reason I'm staring at work emails all day. Mm-hmm. Like I- I'll unplug, I- but then when I hop on, I'm like, oh, I got to catch up. Like. I almost need a I, detox. I, gave I think up, I need right? rehab. Like I'll, of like, I need I'll like go back like five minutes and read and then try yeah. to get the gist. And if I have questions, I'll ask. Like I, I used yeah. to log into the Discord and try to read every single message. And now that we have like almost 1,500 members, like it's impossible. <laughs> you know, yeah, and that. that used to bug me so bad too. And that, and then I just kind of ha- had to give up on it, right? I yeah. just can't keep up with everything that's going on. And you want to be engaged and, and keep up yeah. and contribute oh, yeah. and stuff. But it's like, where does it end? You know, like. Right. Yeah, it, and kind of hit on what you were talking about, the emails. Like, I almost dread going on vacation because of the amount of emails I have to come back to. It's like I got to spend my first day back pretty much just sorting through all my emails. You know what I did? So that's another thing for time management, and I don't know if it's what you guys do, but I have a folder for important things, and then I create mm-hmm. rules in Outlook to put it in folders. So managers is the most important for me because <laughs> got to keep them happy, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So when I got back from... Uh, vacation. I read through the managers and then I right clicked Mark all has read the rest of the shit. And I said, you know what? If it's that important, it'll get back to me. They got my out of office and right. I, I refused to go through six, 700 emails. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you, man. It, it, so I, I am kind of a, a little bit of an email Nazi. Like I've got <laughs> a million folders. Yeah. And if, if there's something in my inbox, that means I haven't answered it yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So I move everything out of my inbox into, you know, whatever my folder structure is. But, and so when I come in and there's like 400 emails in my inbox, it's just like, oh, cause I got, I've got to go through it. You know, I've got to, but don't, it's, it's don't like you a, feel like that helps you manage your time? Like you can prioritize all those emails. So it's not just one big inbox, but like, like do you do folders and stuff and like rules. Mm-hmm. You think that helps you? I think it helps. I, I think it, I think it helps with keeping track of what's going on. And prioritization, uh, right? Like some emails yeah, are more like, important than hey, others. I've got to answer this email. You yeah. know, yeah, for sure. Um, and if you're on vacation just, and somebody emailed you, <laughs> how important was it? You know what I mean? They saw right. you're out of office. Like they know you're back. They can hit you again. I don't know. That's might be the wrong way to look at it. But <laughs> like, yeah, I was yeah. calling, man. Email me again if you need me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you should have called if it was important. <laughs> right. Uh, but see, that's another thing too. So like I, I work with a guy who um so at 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 our work we they give us the option of giving us a phone and you using that as your personal phone and work phone mm-hmm. or you can get a separate phone and that's what I do I, so I've I've got two phones right one's my work phone and one's my personal phone I thought that was a little TV in your left hand there yeah that's yeah, the what phone. the heck <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not a phablet <laughs> it's a phablet Samsung iPhone yeah, he's holding up his fifty-inch Vizio in his hand. <laughs> that's not like, a hey, phone. what's going on, like, guys? Crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. That's not. Yeah. A phone. <laughs> but uh, so I split mine out, right? And and I work with a guy who he didn't split his out, and he got so much working. anxiety yeah. from every little notification that goes off and everything like that. He he just recently decided I'm splitting them because. It, you gotta I mean, have a separation. Yeah, and and that comes back to like you know being on call twenty four seven type thing. Um, 
You don't get paid but, enough to work twenty four seven. I know. I mean, none of us do. And, and, yeah, but and but the company will gladly. <laughs> yep, they'll give stick you enough to work you. to keep you that 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 busy. So yeah, I, that's another thing too. Like every once in a while, you know, especially if I'm on vacation, I'll take my work phone with me just in case there's something that just absolutely horrible has happened. Uh, luckily, that hasn't happened yet, yeah. but I don't carry it with me everywhere I go if I'm on vacation. Like I might leave it at if like let's say if I go to the beach or something like that, I'll leave it at the hotel or the you know wherever we're at if we're at an Airbnb or whatever the case may be, uh, I'll leave it there. You know. But I don't take it with me everywhere. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask Tim because I know that you were like, I mean, you, you got four kids. Some of them are little. And I, I know the vertical that you work in and they're, you know, it's, pro- it's probably intense and stuff. So like, I mean, how do you do you manage your time, you know, decently? And, you know, what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing right or wrong? Do you have any kind of like takeaways or tips of like, hey. Here's what I do that works or like, don't do this because, you know, it, it, it's not good. I'll, I'll say in the last year, I've gotten better. Uh, I mean, we, we've talked about the going to bed early, getting mm-hmm. up early kind of thing. And and that's still working for the most part. Mm. Um, one thing that I have done recently that I really like is I, I've tried to turn a negative into a positive. And one of the things that I see as one of my many character flaws is that I, I have anxiety. I have a hard time being idle. I I can't be still. I have to be doing something. Um, most of the time, unless I'm in, in the evenings, I'll sit down on the couch and my wife and I'll watch a show. But even then, if I do that, I have to put my phone out of arm's reach mm-hmm. because I, I have an issue. I mean, I I've gotten so tied to that thing. Um, and even just sitting here right now, uh, talking to you guys for the last hour, I have noticed myself pick it up and I'll force myself to not even take it off the table. It's, I don't know, it's a thing, but what I've tried to do is I see that as a negative. So I try to turn it into a positive and that, okay, if I have a couple minutes where I am idle and the kids are off doing their thing, so I don't feel like if I look at my phone, I'm not paying attention to them, that kind of thing, um, I will do some advice that I learned here is I started doing the Yankee flashcards. So I tell myself, okay, you can pick up your phone, Mm. but you're not going to scroll through Facebook. You're not going to scroll through, through Twitter. If you want to pick up your phone, you hit that Yankee button and you go through three to five cards. And that's more discipline, right? Like getting up in the morning is discipline, going to bed early is discipline, using Anki instead of the other stuff. It'll give you that that, dopamine hit. I mean, it, it all seems to be, you know, it's about the choices we're making, I guess. Right. Yeah. But but don't get me wrong, I, I still feel like I struggle just like the rest of you guys. It I don't know that you'll find many people uh, that say it's easy. Yeah. Uh, I do, well, and I, I was going to say Tanea, but even Tanea said it's not easy. You make a choice. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the choice doesn't always have to and isn't always easy, but but you make that choice. So yeah, I don't know that you'll really find anybody who says that it's easy. And each just, choice has a cost, right? There's sacrifice. Oh, exactly. For, for all yeah. of it. So there's, sacrifice there's, there's is pain huge. involved, right? Like. You know, and I, I think about that. I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I'm like, okay, I spend probably close to two hours most mornings um, studying, going through flashcards, doing uh, the white papers, the OCG, all that stuff. I could just as easily hang out with my wife a couple more hours at night, sleep in in the mornings, and I wouldn't have any of that. So it's it's making a choice because I know 
I, I've got the long game right. I know what I want to do with my life. I know where I want to take it. And, and I know that there that comes with sacrifice. So it's managing that sacrifice, managing the distractions and and just taking it day by day, I think is a big thing. Uh, finding that balance of, yes, you have a long-term plan, but you kind of have that high-level plan that can have peaks and valleys. And then you just take everything else day by day. Not every day is going to be super awesome fun time and just get that out of the way right away and just take it day by day. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days, but it's, it's a, uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. And having that support system is huge because that was one of the things that I talked about on vacation with my wife. I'm like, listen, I think we, we would hang out two nights a week. Just like, yeah, let's sit down have some ice cream, watch TV or whatever. And because of this thing I'm trying to do to like feel better and be a better, you know, version of myself. I was like, listen, I think, I need to just buckle down, get to bed early all week. I'm like, you know, we'll hang out on the weekends. And unfortunately, she's been on board. And she's been on board for, you know, we were first dating. I'm like, oh, sorry, I got to go to like school four hours Friday and four hours Saturday for the CCNA thing and like study all the time. And like she was on board, but would have been really hard. It might have not worked out if she was like, hell no, I need all your time. This isn't working for me. Like you got to have a support system, at least at this right. stage in our lives, right? Like, mm-hmm. and if you do have that good support system, which I, I think the four of us do, um, do not neglect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't take it for granted. Even if that support system does understand what you're trying to do, the, the discipline that you're trying to have, do set that time aside that's necessary to give back to that support system that's doing so much for you. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Well, well put Tim. I mean, it, in order for you to have a support system, you also have to support it too, right? Like, yeah, not a yeah. one-way street. Right, absolutely not. Uh, Andy, you brought it up a couple times tonight, so the, the dopamine Uh-oh. hit you get from playing with your phone. I've heard a good tactic is to spend a day uh, being absolutely bored, right? Like, So put away the phone, don't do anything fun or exciting, and just kind of reset for you what gives you that dopamine hit. So like, hmm. you know, clean the house and, and do other things instead of playing with your phone all day. Like, and then once you have some accomplishments, you'll see like, Oh, Hey, like this feels good. Like I just checked Twitter kind of. Yeah. I'm never bored. I don't understand boredom. Like Tim kind of said, he's got that busy mind and he's always doing like, I have a yeah. half a dozen hobbies that I have hardly any time to, I well, have, I, I guess not boredom, but what, what no, gives I, you the dopamine hit right. kind of thing? Yeah. What gives you that? that well, like feeling. when you're I like walk readjusting in the it is what you're saying, right? Yeah. 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 Re- realignment of that. Being outside, like when I walk in the morning, the sun's coming up, there's deer walking around. Dan mentioned camping as we were talking, you know, before the podcast, like that deer gives walking me- around. Where the hell do you live? <laughs> Dude, I got more deer poop on my lawn than you can imagine. It's ridiculous. <laughs> there's deer everywhere here, but 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 yeah, I'd, I'd much rather be you know. Sounds outside. like you got a hunting problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather be outside breathing some fresh air, you know, with some sun on my face, getting my dopamine that way, than right. You know, this nonsense, make pretend. You know, we're we're basically in the matrix, trying to choose between the red and the blue pill most of the time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, no, that's a good. I, I really, <laughs> I want to get rid of my smartphone. I, I really do. I I I don't want it anymore. And I want to delete all my social media accounts. I don't think I can because we're on this podcast and we got to promote and like, but I, I want to get rid of it all. Like, what the hell am I doing on there? I was off Facebook for years and got on to promote the podcast. Guess what? I haven't promoted the podcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> Connected with a bunch of people I haven't talked to in 20 years from high school. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing back on this thing? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, I want out. You guys are going to have to promote without me. 
<laughs> I'm going back to the Stone Ages with my flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> to try to close it up, I, I I think that what what we've heard here is that there's there's no smoking gun. There's no like real way to to do time management. What's going to work for you is what's going to work for me. You know, I shared some stuff that works for me. Um, you know, prioritization, taking out the stuff that doesn't give you benefit. Like I think those are all steps that will contribute to your success. And for, from what I'm hearing from other people too, I think it's along the same lines, right? Like find your priorities, really put a priority on it and, and give your time to, you know, either things that give back or, or help you in some way, shape or form. Uh, or, you know, definitely spending time on things like support systems, friends, family, you know, loved ones, stuff like that. You know, even though it might not be studying for the next cert, it's it's stuff that definitely deserve your time. And none of it works without discipline. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the truth? The I, need, I need a little bit more of that. That's a bummer. We're going to do a discipline episode soon. Just yell at each other. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Just get Tanaya to come on here and yell at us for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Got to crack the seltzer rather than a beer. And that's hard to do sometimes. Yeah. Speak know. for yourself, AJ's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go, I want to remind people that we have a merch shop mm-hmm. and that all of the profits from our merch shop support the podcast and cover our costs. And after we cover our costs, we like to do some fun giveaways. We're looking to do some improvements to the podcast and bring more content to you. So if you like what you're listening to here, make sure you head on over to artofnetengine.com forward slash store and if you have any suggestions on what you're looking for if there's something that you wish we had that we don't you know we have open communication channels like hey i want a beer yeah. mug or something like let us know and we'll see what you know Ooh, the vendors out there can a create, one right? pint glass i don't know i'm all about it it's probably stuff we yeah. haven't thought of we could try to get uh in the store for you yeah absolutely absolutely and i think we're going to try to do you know once we have some good uh funds uh, we might do some like special giveaways, right? Like we'll buy a hundred, uh, maybe we'll buy a hundred pint glasses and give those away or make them for a uh, limited sale kind of thing. Uh, you know, the, again, all, all the proceeds that come back to us, we're not going to live high on the hog. That's for sure. All we want to do is cover our costs uh, for doing this and then give back the rest of the community, which, uh, you know, I hope folks have already seen that we've done on a couple of occasions by giving away, the, you know, the books, the raspberry pies and the other giveaways that we've done. So, we want to do more of that, and and I'm sure you all that listen want more of that. So the the easiest way is buy a shirt, you know, go go online, check out the store, see something you like, buy it. And when you do that, if you're in the Discord, throw in your Discord handle and a happy message, and that will pop up in the uh, A1 fans uh, stream. So uh, you can mm. see a special shout out every every purchase on Teespring and our our website uh, store. So. Yep. Thanks in advance for all your support. All 80,000 downloads, fellas. I, I keep mm-hmm. refreshing it every uh, every couple of minutes here. When Didn't I we go just look hit another milestone, too, for the month? Wasn't there like... Yeah. Yeah, like yeah so for the month of May, uh, I mean, it, we still have several days left, so yeah. anything can happen. But we, we broke 13,000 downloads <laughs> That's awesome. for a single month. Andy, May. get the damn goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was our previous highest number? Uh, like ten thousand five hundred, something like that. That's that be so, so. Not only did we break it, we shattered it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's uh. That is so. And, awesome. and I say we like it's something that we did. No, it's something that our listeners did. Uh, yeah. And obviously, we have a bunch more listeners. So welcome. I'm Thank seeing you. hits welcome. on. 
all 45 of our episodes. So mm. there are definitely newcomers here. You're binge listening, you're checking this out, or maybe you're going back through the catalog. I'm not sure. Uh, either way, every time you download an episode, it counts. It's ringing the bell for us. We're seeing it. It gets us excited. It keeps us motivated to keep this, keep us uh, doing this. So um, I, I checked earlier this evening and we are less than 400 downloads away from 80,000. So if we don't hit that tonight, I'm sure we will hit that uh, tomorrow, which will be a great way to end the work week by hitting 80,000 downloads. It's really cool. What episode As, are we on? Do we know what episode uh, number this will is? Be? Episode 45. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So 50 would be another cool milestone too. Maybe we'll look for something fun to do for episode 50. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay tuned. <laughs> fun, fun things are coming. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Any uh, any parting words, fellas? Dan, what's uh, what's on the tip of your tongue? I can tell you're, you're holding on to something there. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. If, it just if looked like it had something profound hidden in that beard. Uh, maybe it's just a bird. Yeah. It. it hold on. Let me see. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, if anybody is planning on, you know, buying, it, you know, a boson, is it yes. the XM and the Nexim? Um, if you are planning on buying that, we have a link uh, that that you you can go through, and. It doesn't, unfortunately, it doesn't give you a discount, but it, we do get a little bit of a kickback off of that. So that goes back to what AJ was talking about. If you want to support us and you're planning on doing this already, please use our link. We'd yeah, it's a referral it. code. We'll, we'll drop a link in the show notes. So if you're planning on buying any Boson product, not just uh, XM or Nexim or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, any of them. You know, any, any, if you use the link, it has our referral code attached to it. So any sale through that link well, ultimately, ten percent of that sale will come back to us, uh, and in, in the form of just a, a referral kickback or whatever. So, um, for a limited time, Boson was doing uh, a discount code. Perhaps we can talk to them and see if they're interested in doing that again. But uh, for now, it's just a referral. They are happy to float us money, and um, you know, I think we've all had great experiences with their products and can speak to. It's a worthy purchase if you're on the fence. So, if you're going to buy it, why not buy it through our link? And and, uh, and what our listeners you know. may not well definitely don't know is that there's a lot of things happening in the background that we don't announce. For example, we have been approached by a handful of people who are like, "Hey, I got a bunch of gear that like I yeah. love the giveaway that you guys can have." Right. Mm-hmm. The challenge of that is it costs you know I don't know around a hundred bucks give or take to ship all that stuff somewhere. So yeah. you know we did a few, sure. but it starts to add up, and we don't really you know we're not making money off this right. Like you said, we're not getting rich, but like all those purchases that can build up like mm-hmm. enable us to do things like that there's things we're working on in the background that we don't announce that you know so the more purchase you know if you go to teespring if you get that boson thing it's i'm not trying to buy a tesla or get a bigger pool we we really want to reinvest. <laughs> i'm definitely trying to get a lambo though we want to reinvest this in the community and you know we, we could send out some home labs we could send out some books some test vouchers i don't know maybe someday try to send somebody to cisco live uh, you uh, know yeah, we absolutely. just gotta kind of see <laughs> So yeah, please um please help support us and, and and help us help you. I just want to thank you guys for this conversation because this is a challenge that's you know near and dear to my heart that I struggle with daily. And it's part of why I love this show so much is I get to come on here and learn stuff and how different people mm-hmm. are doing different things. And I'm 
sitting here in my home office thinking I'm doing everything wrong. And at the very least, it's comforting knowing that other people have the same struggles. And, you know, I will have Tanaya in my head tomorrow when I start to, you know, struggle. And I'm like, oh, just got to be disciplined. Suck it yep. up, dude. Five <laughs> seconds. You got five seconds? <laughs> Over. Go do what's got to be done. So I, I just really appreciate the show, you guys, and, and what I get to learn here. So that's my parting thoughts. Likewise. And Tim, parting thoughts? Take it day by day. Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't fear the reaper. Um, <laughs> and it's all small stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, uh, like, like I always say, take care of each other out there. Try to smile, try to make somebody laugh, have fun. Awesome. Yeah, one, and one more it. thing. Uh, welcome Tim to the podcast. Yeah. Welcome Tim. Ta-da. Thanks guys. Ta-da. New permanent co-host to the team. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking on behalf of the crew, thank you so much for listening and have a great night. Hey everyone, this is AJ. If you like what you heard today, then make sure you subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcatcher. Smash that bell icon to get notified of all of our future episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Art of NetEng. That's Art of N-E-T-E-N-G. You can also find us on the web at artofnetworkengineering.com where we post all of our show notes. You can read blog articles from the co-hosts and guests and also a lot more news and info from the networking world. Thanks for listening.